Handbook for Humanity is a production of the DeZormo Foundation, a nonprofit whose goal is to support the dignity of life, born and unborn. If you would like to support Handbook for Humanity and our mission to share truthful conversation about the body, spirit, sexuality, and being a better human today and yesterday, visit DeZormoFoundation.org. That's D-E-S-O-R-M-E-A-U-X Foundation.org to donate Look under Funds column and choose Theology of the Body. Thank you for your prayers and support. Welcome back, everyone. We are now in our third topical episode, our fourth episode total, if you include our introduction. So uh, if you recall, in our first episode, we talked about solitude and isolation, where we recognize there's a feeling of being made for more, something outside of us that calls us to move and act. Uh, We then dove into the feeling of shame, both positive and negative, that may provide experience of of seeking protection from something that might harm us or recognizing moments that we do need to seek out love and help from other people. And so really, we'll talk about the next foundational topic uh, about understanding humanity that I think is both we're really going to pull something out of those two. And that really is the pinnacle of our existence is really related to how we relate to other people. So we talked about social isolation. We talked about shame. But it's about relating to other people. And today, our topic is the gift of self. Mm-hmm. And joining me is now, as the previous, and for more, uh, Miss Adele and Becky. So, so wonderful to see you again. Hey, glad to be here today. Yeah. Anxious to talk about this. This is going to be a good topic. It is going to be good. Yes, I think we have plenty of notes. <laughs> and keeping it down to 35 minutes is going to be a little tough. But uh, okay. we'll make it okay. work. <laughs> but we'll I'm a talker. Start. I'm a Cajun. I talk a lot. Okay. That's all good. <laughs> okay. So you'll make a gift of yourself in your speech. Yes, How about that? there you go. Hopefully it'll be taken that way. <laughs> Take it correctly. So let's dive in. So the first question we might want to pop up is, what is the gift of self and where does this kind of originate for us? Like, where did you first hear about it? What does it mean for you? Okay, the uh, theology of the body, which is kind of our guiding handbook on humanity. That's what it is. Um, Pope St. John Paul uh, gives us some interesting... Um, uh, verses uh, that he uses, and he elaborates on them. And they come originally from what I understand, or at least as far back as I understand they go, is from the uh, Second Vatican Council document, Gaudium et Spes. And uh, paragraph 22 and paragraph 24 are the two um, that are kind of foundational on this gift of self, from what I understand. Okay, and uh, verse 22, or paragraph 22, states, Christ fully reveals man to himself and makes his supreme calling clear. And in uh, chapter or paragraph 24, he, he sa- uh, they say, Gaudium et Spes, the, the document says, man cannot fully find himself without a sincere gift of self Mm. and to me this christ revealing man to himself and 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 we needing to become a gift of self to find ourselves we have to kind of like give ourselves away to find ourselves it has to come i mean in my mind the the dots that connect there are uh christ's new commandment love one another as I have loved you and then he says this is my body given up for you and so gift of self 
comes from Jesus. That's really cool that those two things kind of talk about the same topic, but very kind of pointed approaches. First thing I thought of when you said, I think it was paragraph 22, that Christ reveals man to himself. Mm-hmm. Let's look at the Gospels. What yes. does it say, right? The Son of Man did not come to be served, but... To serve. To serve. Mm-hmm. And, and to give his life yeah. as a ransom for many. It's yeah. so neat. And I'm, I'm trying to think of a song. There's an old Christian band. I can't remember the... You going to sing again? No, I won't <laughs> sing this time. Okay. But it was an okay. old Christian band, and their, their song was, To live your life, you've got to lose it, but all the losers get a crown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think uh, 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 those lyrics mm, yeah. in but my it's brain, just, yeah. This I idea that Christ came to give himself, and that's what we're also called to do. Yeah. And then you said the second paragraph in 24, um, adding that man cannot fully find himself except through sincere gift of self. Mm-hmm. So it's like we don't know who we are until we offer ourselves as a gift for another person. Yeah. yeah. We don't know who we fully are until we offer ourselves as a gift. This uh, piece about the gift of self and, and what you mentioned about Christ reveals man to himself for me, it connects back to our first topic, which would be that experience of solitude and that creativity mm-hmm. that happens mm-hmm. when one is alone. Um, in touch with many times, you know, God who dwells within us in that creative effort. And it, we can't give what we don't have. You know, we can't give what we don't have. Um, and so if we, if we begin to build upon a foundation where we have not really understood who we are we will not be able to fully make that gift. The, the foundation is Christ revealing man to himself. And, of course, we see the way that he directs us in the Gospels, but he's not contained just within the written word. He's, he's contained within our own hearts. That's the mm-hmm. reason we have the written word is to encounter him. And it's really through that encounter with him that we then have something to m- offer in the gift of self, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Very good. I so, like that. Yeah. Thanks for bringing me us too. there. Yeah. <laughs> good. It's the only way for yeah. me. Okay. Apart from him, from him, we can do nothing. We can you know? do nothing. Yeah, Correct. So. Good job. Yeah. It's, it's really cool. So we, we try to look at the image and the the example and model of Christ. Mm-hmm. Uh, oftentimes, though, many people either aren't Christian or right. even if they are Christian, they don't quite know the depth of that. Mm-hmm. And so just speaking from the human experience, yes, mm-hmm. we likely have experiences of this through either our parents or close friends or as Miss Adele will share a story very shortly, yes. a lady that often gives to herself in her life. Mm-hmm. Like we see this model in other people and it's almost in a way how we learn. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like yes. we see the charity of we others do. and how that impacts other people. Mm-hmm. And it's very powerful. Mm-hmm. Um, very powerful. And it's this idea that I'll kind of share another quick story. So before I got married, you know, I got stories about right before my marriage and after. Every person I encountered that I had respect for or like value their opinion, I would always ask them on the spot, hey, if you can give one piece of marriage advice to me, what is it? And my doctor, (laughs) at a doctor's appointment, I asked him that. And he's like, oh, that's a great question. Let me think about it. He said, remember that you're on the same team and you're not competing. Mm -hmm. You have Mm -hmm. to be mindful that you're there to help and love and serve another person. And I've already had moments where I've learned that. And it's in times where I've thought about I'm here to be a gift of myself for my wife and for my son that life is seen and experienced differently. Okay. So it's that active gift of self. Yes. And uh, yeah, so it's in seeing it and other people live it out. I'll probably share another story about my dad, you know, at some other point because it's got mm-hmm. hundreds of them, thousands of them. 
But yeah, it's just that seeing other people live a model that we learn. So it's almost like their gift of self to be a gift of self is a gift of self also to us. Mm-hmm. Yes. So yes. Like yes. it's this dynamic. This constant exchange of love type thing that, that we're really called to experience, not perfectly, um, you know, in the fallen state, but we experienced that. That's what we're pursuing, right? In the gift of self Seems is to be able to have that exchange of love that keeps going and keeps giving. We all love themes, even if the people who are not Christian write about, we, what do we have that, was it a movie, get, uh, pray it, Pay It Forward? Mm. Mm-hmm. That pay It thing. Forward, yeah. Whatever yeah. keeps giving, right? That, that right. constant, you know, movement of gift and receiving. You yeah. Know, giving and receiving. Yeah. One to that, too. Yeah. Just think about young people that seek out professional careers or artists or it's this whole movement of, I need to make a gift of myself to the world. Like, uh-huh. I want to make a positive difference. Yeah. Yeah. Make an impact of something. Leave my mark some kind of way. I want to yeah. leave my mark in the world, right? Yeah. I want to make yeah. an impact. It's, and that's great. Mm-hmm. But if you really think about it, like you said, there's that constant exchange. Mm-hmm. Like, if we're not making a gift of self in our relationships, yes. you know, what, where's the value there? Where's the foundation for the, the, the larger gift that we'd like to make to the, to the greater portion of the world, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's where a lot of um, that breakdown comes when people do make a major gift of themselves in some forum, right? Mm-hmm. Whether it be entertainment in uh, in the political realm or um, or even, um, you know, as a leader of a, of a major um, ministry or something like that, that that if we're not um, if we're not nurtured uh, first by the relationship that we have like I said, partners of the absolute, you know, being able to be in relationship with God. And then with those who are, like you said, teaching us how to make a gift mm-hmm. of ourselves by their own example and by their, their ways of interacting with us. Um, we come down to feeling empty and like we don't, like we haven't, we want to do more and more of the big thing and we don't have from the place of the foundation, which is that relationship, that primary relationship with um, with God and with other people who are in, who are in close relationship with us, right? Family, mm-hmm. right? Family um, and healthy friendships, right? So there it is. Oh my gosh. Okay, yeah. I'm gonna get excited because you said something. I'm not even prepared to say this, but something I learned recently and just kind of shared with a couple of friends as we converse about it. But you say we're so focused on the big things, yes. but not really the little things around our family. Mm-hmm. So the concept of wealth. And the concept of habit and the concept of putting yourself and investing yourself in the things that are valuable goes back to that concept of boredom. If you don't do it slowly and intentionally in the small ways, right? the big ways are going to fall flat. Yes. They have no nothing to stand on. It's building your house upon the sand. Yeah. Yeah. And so when we look yeah. at love responsibility, the text and just the concepts, yes. mm-hmm. he talks about that so much. Mm-hmm. And even the philosophers say that happiness and being able to pay attention to those things, it's using your free will to will the good of another. Yes. Mm-hmm. In small yep. ways, even when you don't feel like doing it. Yes. Even when it harms you a little bit. I mean, it, or let's not harms you. Let's say it costs you. Yeah. Costs you. And even when it's mundane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So men, mundane is the greatest um, wine cellar there is, I believe, <laughs> <laughs> for the human heart. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. We can give, keep giving. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And it's okay. sure because our, our time and space and our attention and the considerations we have in this world is limited. 
Mm-hmm. Right? We only have so much time. Yeah. Right. We have so much attention. We're being pulled in millions of different directions. Yep. But what we choose to do with that speaks volumes. Yes. And it's in those small acts of love and gifts of self for other people. Yeah. That can really, that's what we're called to do. Yeah. Like dropping everything that you're doing because somebody called and said, I really need some help right now. Whether it's just a, a shoulder to, to cry on, somebody to vent to, uh, a baby that needs to be watched while the other one goes to the emergency room mm-hmm. or, you know, or, or not even that serious. Uh, this kid's taking a nap. He had a rough day yesterday. He stayed up late. And I got to go pick up the kids at school. Could you come stay with the sleeping baby? Mm-hmm. You know, drop everything and run, go do that. Yeah, 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 I can do. You know, I will, I will do that. I'm stopping exa- what I'm doing in the middle of it. But I hear that you need something, and that's something I can do for you. Mm-hmm. I yeah. can do this, so I will do it. Mm-hmm. That's a, uh, I consider that. And, and when I was working on the, um, you know, really getting into the theology of the body, I had, you know, grandchildren and things like that, that little bitty ones. And that came up a lot mm-hmm. for me, that I could be physically in my body, present somewhere other than what was my interest at the time stop everything and go and that was my gift of self to that other person i can see that in you you got that (laughs) yeah you've been well formed in that way okay well (laughs) i mean you know uh it it called but but it was it was an act of love yes i love you Mm -hmm. you know daughter uh and i hear because uh, I've been there with little kids and all these, you yeah. know, i got to be in five places and i got kids all over mm-hmm. the place and one's sleeping and one's going to be grouchy and it's going to be the ruin of the day, you know, whatever. And it's like, okay, I'm stop- I'm not cooking anymore. I'm turning off the fire, poop, 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 you know, whatever. Uh, stop chopping, whatever I'm doing. And uh, and I'm coming right now. I'm, uh, I'm backing out. Here I come. Wow. Yeah. Yep. It's, it's interesting, like, because when you're married or you're in a, a very serious relationship or you have children or whatever that may be, it's, it's pretty easy to make that connection. Mm-hmm. per se but where does that start right mm-hmm. how do we recognize moments that we are either called to be a gift to self to another person mm-hmm. um and i'm recalling last time we were prepping for another show you had mentioned that this idea that love or gift of self starts with an attraction right like that's that's the spark that kind of goes it mm-hmm. you probably have notes you probably skimming yeah. through yeah it's about dating when we talk about dating i was going to mention that <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so i don't want to don't want to steal it but i also looked it up and it's really cool the progression towards love and gift of self is attraction desire and then goodwill yes so it's it is a natural very uh, i like that i it, like that progress like those steps and stages that you, you're talking about yeah because mm-hmm. because we're all called and we all have this experience of god calls us to himself through things that are true good and beautiful yes right mm-hmm. so we are attracted to things that are true good and beautiful and so it's that, that initial spark to make a stop and recognize, to, to give our limited attention to something quickly. Mm-hmm. And then you grow to desire that thing that's true, good, or beautiful. Mm-hmm. And then from there, it's that recognition and that acknowledgement that this is valuable, something I want to maintain and preserve and to protect, that transitions into that goodwill. Yes. I'm willing to make a sacrifice for this, right? Yeah. 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 I'm just thinking of this. Yeah. Baltimore Catechism. That's how old I am. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, first question. Why did God make us? Or why did God make me? 
to know him, to love him, to serve him, and to be happy with him forever in heaven. Hmm. So it's kind of like I see that progression. Mm. Yeah, good point. You know, um, yeah, for whatever that's worth. It just yeah, popped I, into my head. And the way that I that. often talk about that when I'm um, sharing that, especially with young people who are so connected to immediate gratification, mm -hmm. um, it's talking about receiving to a love that can't be contained. Like, that's the same progression of that Baltimore catechism, mm -hmm. right? To mm -hmm. know him, to love him in service of him is because you have experienced a love that can't be contained. The you love. can't help. You know, and that's what we see in the Gospels. We see people that are, they, they're compelled, you know, to Woe to is get, me right, if I, if I don't. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Those who have that love relationship and experience that love, receive it, are open to it then want to give it away right yeah. but it goes back becky to what yeah. you said about having that foundational relationship with christ himself yeah you can't go mm -hmm. anywhere without that no so i mean like back to baltimore catechism yeah. what's the first one is to know to him. know him you got to yeah. know him how do yeah. you get to know him you got to pray you got to go sit with him in the chapel you got to sit with him a couple of minutes before mass you got to pray you got to you know meditate on what he did for us and that uh -huh. kind of thing and he will reveal himself ask mm -hmm. knock mm-hmm So this desire, or this attraction, desire, and goodwill, just like you said, to, to know, to love, and to serve the Lord, those mm -hmm. are paramount, synonymous with each other, really. Mm -hmm. They're directly related. So talking about, again, our human experience and our purpose of our bodies, yes, in a way, this call to be gift of self is imprinted, yes, designed, into our very nature and in our bodies as persons. Yes. Right? Yes. And even those who who um, who may not have experienced a Christian upbringing or really have encountered Christ. We, we see stories about this. We hear stories about this. Um, just that progression of knowing, loving, and then being able, being willing to sacrifice for something that is good, true, and beautiful, right? Yeah. When you, when we say it's imprinted on the human heart, this is, this is one of those things that we all have in common, this progression for true love, yeah. right? Yeah. For true love. And earlier you mentioned this perpetual exchange. Mm -hmm. So we talk about the Trinity. Yeah. So if we're made in the image and likeness of God, right? We're made in the image and likeness of love mm -hmm. and a eternal gift of self. So we say, right, it's the Father offers himself and gifts to the Son. Mm -hmm. The Son receives that love and then returns it back to the Father. And this exchange between yes. them is itself the Holy Spirit. You right. know, it becomes a third person, per se. Yeah. So it's this, as Christopher says, this imperfect analogy, or the least imperfect analogy, mm -hmm. is when we look in Scripture and throughout history, it's this image of bridegroom and bride. Mm-hmm. You know, this, mm -hmm. this call and this implementation to be a gift of self. Yeah. And when you look at the meaning of the word spouse. <laughs> ah, here oh, we go. Here goes the nerd, <laughs> word nerd. I got a couple of them prepped. Go ahead, do it. Love the, it. The meaning of the word spouse in a way, in, in one iteration, is to make an offering. Mm -hmm. So to be in relation, in a conjugal relationship with another person is to put yourself as an offering for that other person. Yeah. Uh, last time you talked about the wedding rites mm -hmm. about you know typically or historically it's been the father offers the his daughter yes. as a gift to her new mm -hmm. husband but then you said something else that i thought was really profound you want to share that 
Oh, about the liturgical um, mm -hmm. rites changing that yeah. uh, that a woman can actually choose to uh, to walk herself down the aisle mm -hmm. so that there could be no doubt that she was not coerced in any way that she was truly choosing to make a gift of herself. Um, and in fact, um, I can't remember in what context I was listening to something about uh, John Paul II's writings and, and the speaker was breaking open. I think it was um, the Gender Institute. Mm -hmm. Th what they were talking about was, uh, was it was Jennifer Miller. Okay. Jennifer Miller, yes, uh, who was speaking. And she said that, um, you know, that in the, in the original text, um, biblical scholars have found it was not just God giving Eve to Adam, but that she, with God, was had chosen to make a gift of herself, mm. which I think was was really beautiful. You know, um, she, again, having received divine, an encounter with the divine in her own creation, decided to, you know, that love that can't be contained. Mm -hmm. It was an overflow to make that gift of herself um, to Adam in the original encounter. Well, and what did he have to say? <laughs> right. Colby, yeah. what did he have to say? Right. Right. Spawn my bone. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. But, yeah, interpretation. That, <laughs> when it's that call, yeah. that call, like even talk about reflecting yeah. on the culture, there's music, there's movies, there's all these things I point out. So there's two versions of the song. I don't like the Justin Bieber version, but more the Usher version. But he's singing, I just need somebody to love. Mm -hmm. I don't need too much. I just, just somebody to love. And it's that, Again, that call of solitude with Adam in the garden. Yeah. You know, communicating with the animals and doing his work in the garden. And he's like, I need somebody to love. Like, I need to make a gift of myself to yeah. someone. Because he's in the image of God. Because exactly. he's in the image of God. Yeah. And, and God is communion. God is gift. God is love. It all, if you, if you, can't, if you can't put that all together, you know, um, that's why Adam needed someone. That's why it was not good for him to be alone. Because he couldn't image God because God is those things. And there was no other creature who could fully receive what he had to give. Correct. Right? There because had the to, human person there had to was made human to receive. Person. Yeah. Handbook for humanity, y'all. Mm -hmm. Okay. <laughs> yeah, step right up. But also referring back to the importance of freedom of the gift. Mm -hmm. So, you know, God made Eve for Adam. Where you say that, you know, prior was father could give his daughter away in marriage. Mm -hmm. And now she freely chooses. But it's that emphasis on freedom. And mm -hmm. so think about the word freedom yeah it's a combination of seeing something that is unrestrained by law or rule or some type yes. of lord yeah and it's this you are willingly choosing to limit your freedom right for the good of another person yeah which is why in the in the uh, you still have the option to walk down the aisle with <laughs> yeah. your father. You yeah. know what I mean? With the and to me that models. I mean, watching. I've never seen a woman actually take on this new invitation to walk down by herself. And for me, that speaks of the of the intimate relationship and the trust that she has with her father. You know, in making that gift together as they walk together down the aisle, and he. Uh, being the one who imparted life to her in the first place, you know, the gift that he has made of himself. And now he's taught her how to do the, the same with his own love, um, you know, that she's now going to be making a gift of herself as a spouse. I think it's beautiful both ways. <laughs> yeah. well, and what greater yeah. gift can you, it's not just giving a gift, but what greater gift can you receive from another person than for them to tell you, I give you my all? Yeah. Doesn't yeah. matter. How about a pregnant lady? 
I'd like to mention that right now because sure. I was oh, going to yeah. I mm-hmm. was going to mention it at some point, but it sounds like I'm jumping in right here. Please do. Okay. Yeah. So, if in <clears throat> in Mulieras, I'm sorry, there's some dust or something got me. Um, in Mulieras Dignitatem, on the dignity and vocation of women, an encyclical by John Paul II, our beloved. He points out that the gift of motherhood, mm-hmm. okay, is, and in in specifically pregnancy, mm-hmm. is the total gift of self. Mm-hmm. Because picture this. So a woman literally gives her body to another person whose body is inside of hers for nine months. Yes. Right? Taking her oxygen, her blood, her space, mm-hmm. uh, her privacy, you mm-hmm. know, whatever, um, and goes everywhere with her and is, it takes her space in the bed. You know, that's, that's yeah. you know, when you have to roll over or do whatever, you know, you, mm, yeah, mm-hmm. somebody else is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, uh, it can get tough, you know. But, but that gift that a woman willingly gives herself, a gift of herself, to this new person. Yes. Okay. Um, I, I just, <clears throat> I just think that's a beautiful uh, image and concept, and something that we don't think about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, I think we need to think more about it. Yeah. I mean, that too is—it's an image of the love of God that we're created to do. Just like you said, Adam couldn't fulfill his call when that he was alone, and he had to have another person to live out his image and likeness of God. So too is God's love life-giving. Life, yes. it generates life. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so, yeah, that's imaging God. You yeah. know, so so the spouses, as you said, the spouse, okay, coming together, the male, the female, according to God's divine plan, and in this intimate union, and so this new little person is created. Uh, what a beautiful thing! And but then, but then it's not just this one-time thing. It's like it's nine months, <laughs> and yes. then you got them for eighteen years, yes. <laughs> and they're in your pocketbook. Yeah. Right, right, right. Okay, and all and everything that goes with it. But it's uh, it, what a wonderful plan that God has because he he made it happen. I mean, you know, it's yes. beautiful. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Just reflecting on experiences last night as a young father uh-huh. <laughs> and husband. So yeah, oftentimes when I get home from work. The first thing my wife asked me to do is, okay, I need you to take him for 15 minutes, 20 minutes, whatever it is. Last night she was particularly tired, so she goes, hey, can you feed him and give him a bath? And can you? And in the moment I'm thinking, I need to wash the dishes. I want to cook dinner. I, I got work to do because I was late on a couple things. So I, I'm, my mind is racing to a million different places. Mm-hmm. But what brought the most fulfillment in the moment, you know, I had to get to that point. But right. what brought the most fulfillment was being a gift to myself for my wife and for my son so that they were fulfilled. Mm-hmm. And once I engaged in that, everything else just kind of melted away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, like I said, it's that preservation and that protection of what is most important and most valuable. Yes. So you let that selfish, self, not selfish, self-centered, you know, idea. I've been working all day. I got all this other stuff to do. Yeah. I, got, I don't feel, I'm tired too. Yeah. You know, but you get, see, I think that's when the, the gift is the most profound mm-hmm. When it costs us a lot, yeah. where we have to really, yeah. really, you know, consider the other person and their needs or the good of them and, and give up something that's yeah. c- could, should, we have a right, you know, almost to, 
entitled to rest or whatever and then we we forego that that's the gift that's the dying to self that we press pa- uh, press past that mm-hmm. it, it brings me back to what you said in a previous um episode when you said uh the advice to you uh, by your dad was one you when you feel like you can't give any more give some more yeah. to those who you yeah, love yeah, and you did one. that last night and i find as you were telling the story i was thinking about my own experiences like that and it seems like you really can't even imagine that you have any energy left to do any such thing but when you do press past there is the energy comes like the the and then there's a peace at least in my own experience there's a peace that comes um, in the process of making a gift of yourself like that. I did the right thing. Yeah. 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 I did the right thing a with piece. God's help. Yeah. 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 And a deeper happened. relationship with the person that you're serving, whether Correct. it be a child or an older parent or mm-hmm. a friend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Something I try to remember in those moments. It doesn't seem like it applies, but it kind of does. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but the Navy SEALs have a rule called the 40% rule. Okay. Where when they do physical activity or they're doing drills and you feel you're at the point of exhaustion. Mm hmm. Truly, you're not. Most of the time, your body is really at 40% capacity. Mm-hmm. And as long as you set your mind in the right place, you can continue and persevere and, and keep going. You got wow. 60 more to give. You got yeah. so much more to give. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so uh, when I get home and I'm tired and my wife asked me to feed the baby and give him a bath, I'm like, I'm not running miles or swimming like the Navy SEALs, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's not, it's not that big of an ask. I could do this. I could do this <laughs> if I really, you know, yeah. engaged and, and got mm-hmm. to that place. So, yeah, yeah. Um, I guess as we come close to to wrapping up, is there anything else that um, maybe in a relationship or a story that one of y'all would want to share about an experience of gift of self? Yeah, Adele? Yeah, as I was reflecting on this, um, I I was really, you know, thinking about how someone may have made a gift of themselves to me. That's what I was trying to think of. And for whatever reason, this particular um, situation popped into my memory and it's way back so there's lots of stuff in my memory but this one this one came up and I, I think that it's appropriate for this particular topic so in the 80s if anybody can think back that far m- many of you weren't even born yet but anyway um, there was a really serious financial situation in South Louisiana because um, it, it was it had to do with the oil field uh, are so many people and so many things and businesses are connected to uh, a, a flourishing, you know, um, oil business. And uh, we were no different here in South Louisiana. So many people employed in, in many ways in that uh, respect. Anyway, so um, we had, my husband and I had some, uh, some uh, shall I say, poor uh uh, real estate choices that we had made or decisions we had made with some people who were involved with oil companies and things and as they began to crash one two three at a time uh, my husband and I became more and more responsible for the financial upkeep and whatnot uh, of these uh, real estate things okay and so uh, we got to the point where we were really we were so strapped for for money and um, he had to let his secretary go. And I needed to take the secretary's place, but I had been a stay-at-home mom with three young children, and it was like, who's going to take care of my kids? And I certainly didn't have any money to pay this person, whoever this person might be. How, how would we solve this dilemma? 
So anyway, we belonged to this little share group, prayer group, Bible study type type thing. Mm-hmm. And there was this lady uh, <clears throat> in the group, uh, she and her husband, and she said, I'll do it. I'll come take care of your kids so you can go to work. And I was absolutely blown away because she had three kids, plus my three, that's six. And she came and she cleaned my house. She took care of my kids. And I think if I recall correctly, I bought like double the ingredients and she would cook Mm -hmm. while I was at work. And I think the agreement was that she would take half of the food that she cooked back with her and leave half and I would have dinner she would and she'd come back the next day and do the same thing over again wow wow, wow. talk about a gift of self yeah wow mm-hmm. I had a similar experience um in when I was in Ponchatoula at St. Mm-hmm. Joseph's I yeah. always want to give a shout out to that parish because yeah. I've Good talked people. about yeah no they certainly did uh, when I became a single mom working in the church part-time mm-hmm. and then um ended up taking on a, a full-time position. I was a homeschooling mom. Mm-hmm. And it just so happened by God's providence, we were living in a neighborhood full of homeschooling families around us. Mm-hmm. And they offered, uh, one family offered to homeschool one of my daughters for mm-hmm. a certain amount of time. The little ones that were uh, were often babysat by others while I did more with the older ones or if I right. had some work or retreat experience that I was in charge of at the church, they just surrounded our little family our little broken family with so much love and support that it was um yeah it, it, they became the whole family mm-hmm. for us and it was such a gift uh for me personally the support that they gave and the model that they gave to my children yeah. being able to experience healthy family life right and uh and being nurtured within that community oh, so such a gift yeah, yeah. such a gift yeah. yeah thanks be to god beautiful saint mm-hmm. joseph's and ponchatoula yeah. <laughs> great community yeah. good. Well, thank yeah. you both for sharing yeah i think that's a fantastic way for us to kind of wrap up and really brings together a lot of the things we talked about it's it's things that are valuable and we need to protect and preserve and, and maintain others outside of us offer to charitable thing for us and for you and and we have that experience and that memory from you said from that long time ago that's yeah, something that stuck that with a long time ago so valuable right that that nugget is just so so valuable and uh and so just kind of wrap up we'll kind of refer back to that Gaudium et Spes um entry that you mentioned is you know God willed in the in the visible creation man is the only creature that God willed for his own sake however you know, we cannot find ourselves except through a sincere gift of self. And that's because we are made in the image and likeness of God, who is love. Who is gift. Who is gift. And if we're not doing that, then we're kind of, we're missing that calling. Hopefully we're open to that, that echo, right? Those mm-hmm. calls and solitude that we might feel to be attracted to desire and then extend goodwill for the things that, and the people in our life that deserve our love and our gift of self. And so to maybe expound on that next episode, I believe we're going to dive into the concept of love and responsibility a little bit further. So it's not just love, but in a way we do have somewhat of a calling and a duty to be responsible for others Mm -hmm. and in our environment and surroundings. And so, yeah, uh, thank you for joining us, uh, Becky Nadell, and um, join us next time. 
And thank you for joining us today. You can find everything we reference and discuss in today's show notes. If you'd like to contact us with a question or comment or anything you want to share, let us know. Please send an email to handbookfh1 at gmail.com. Again, that's handbookfh1 at gmail.com. Please subscribe to this podcast. We're available on all major networks such as Spotify, Apple, or Google. If you have a minute, please leave a review. Honest, what you think. We definitely want to know. Share with your friends, family, anyone who is human that you think can benefit from these conversations. Handbook for Humanity is a production of the DeZormo Foundation, a nonprofit whose goal is to support the dignity of life, born and unborn. If you would like to support Handbook for Humanity and our mission to share truthful conversation about the body, spirit, sexuality, and being a better human today and yesterday, visit DeZormoFoundation.org. That's D-E-S-O-R-M-E-A-U-X Foundation.org to donate Look under funds column and choose Theology of the Body. Thank you for your prayers and support.